Good morning. This is the podcast, Imaginary People, Places, and Things, and I'm your narrator, Julie Liddell Whitehead. Our story today is Harold and the Frog, A Fable. This is a story about choices and consequences. Once upon a time, there was a man named Harold. Harold had loved frogs ever since he was a little boy. His mother read him encyclopedia articles about frogs, stories about frogs, and whole books about frogs, whatever she could find. Harold dreamed about frogs at night, where they stared at him with their bulbous eyes. He wasn't scared of any dream that had a frog in it. Frogs were his friends, he thought. Harold grew up to be a warehouse worker for a big box retailing company. He worked on the outskirts of a city and worked the night shift so he could hear the frogs at the nearby pond during the evenings, croaking and calling to each other in their varying voices. Sometimes, if someone had ordered a book about frogs, he would sneak into the men's room and read a few pages at a time, then package it up and ship it after he finished it. He figured if they wanted a book about frogs badly enough to order it, they would be patient about getting it since they obviously loved frogs as much as he did. His manager finally caught him one night reading when he was supposed to be packing and fired him. He went to work for a bait shop on the local county fishing lake after that so he could hear the frogs as much as he wanted to. One day he was in the amphibian section of the local bookstore and met a girl named Darlene who bought a frog book he'd been eyeing for a while when his back was turned. He followed her home and asked her for a dinner date. She turned him down and called the police. But he saw her again later when he went to a fishing rodeo in late afternoon, and they listened to the frogs together night after night after that. In a few months, they got married, and he told her his one rule, no frog legs for supper. She obeyed, no frog legs for supper. Harold decided one day that he needed to start realizing his dream of having a frog collection in his spare room. He caught frogs humanely from the pond and scouted out the local frog appreciation club where he discovered members who bred frogs for sale. He bought a frog or two a year and before he and the girl were married for a decade, he had seven frogs of all kinds and sizes. His wife decided to buy him a special frog for their 10th anniversary and ordered a rare frog from the Rare Frog website on the internet. It came from South America with bright yellow skin and black striations and huge red eyes. One day when Darlene was off visiting her mother, the South American frog spoke to Harold in a high, squeaky voice, saying, I'm not really a frog. I'm an Aztec princess who has been trapped by an evil shaman in a frog's body for millennia. If you kiss me, I will turn back into a princess, and since the shaman said I would never die because I would never age, I'll still be young and beautiful. Please kiss me. Harold, of course, was just a man of average height and build with a terrible complexion, and no girl had ever asked him to kiss her, so he did, reasoning that even if the frog was lying, what could he lose? However, the frog was lying. She was actually a poison frog that oozed poison through its skin. Two days later, Harold died in the hospital in agonizing pain. Darlene married a rich lawyer not long after that and moved out of the house and let it go back to the bank. They bulldozed it and turned the land into a park with a pond where the descendants of Harold's frogs grew fat and lazy from people feeding them every day. Moral of the story. 
If you try to lie down with poisonous South American frogs, you wake up dead. This has been the podcast, Imaginary People, Places, and Things, and I've been your narrator, Julie Liddell Wygant. And remember, a story is only as true as you believe it to be. See you next time.